What's going on, everybody, and welcome to episode number 46 of RizzoCast. I'm Steven Risotto, and today we are joined by a very, very special guest, Darcy Soga. Darth, I, don't, I almost said Dorothy. <laughs> Darcy's in the house, and Darcy. Better than Dorothy. Yes, for sure. You guys could follow her on Twitter, um, on Twitter, at... You want to guess the handle? Darcy Soga. So it's her name. Uh, and she's the host of Playing the Field podcast, formerly at uh, BA Giants Nation uh, on Twitter. She's a Chico State alumni. And at this point, I'm just going down her Twitter bio. But she's here with us, Darcy <laughs> to talk some baseball, to talk some, some sports. Darcy, what's going on? How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm happy to be here. I'm doing very well, of course. Um, making the most of what we can during COVID times. Um, we're kind of we're kind of getting to the tail end of it a little bit, and our vaccines are starting to get kind of distributed a little bit. Mm-hmm. How has your COVID experience been? Because I know it's been different for everybody. I know people have picked up on, like, new hobbies. They're doing mm-hmm. new stuff. What has kind of your life been like since the pandemic hit? Oh, it's just funny because I've actually been listening to a lot of your podcasts lately and I know that you ask people that. So I was like, oh, if I was ever on, I don't know what he would ask me. But actually, well, the first thing I actually started and have been like committed to was my podcast. I started that on February 12th of last year. So it was like right at the beginning of COVID. And so I've been doing that. I've been a little wishy-washy on how regular I've been with it, but um, I think it's because I'm still somewhat unsure of the specific direction I want to take it in. So anyway, enough about that. But um, so I've been doing that mostly and um, I moved recently too. So that was interesting moving during COVID and starting a new job during COVID and having to learn how to work in different environments during COVID is really interesting. So I've really mostly just been working pretty committedly because i know that's different a lot of because a lot of people are out of work so i definitely feel lucky to be working right now but it's different for sure yeah for sure i work work in hospitality so it's like during i mean every job's really hard right now but it's i'm not saying it's hard it's just really odd Mm -hmm. and in hospitality you you're finding yourself having to please everybody like that's the point of of your job so are people like more unhappy than they've ever been or is it just kind of like normal like or are they just unused to it yeah I was just about to say it seems like people are way more un like insatiable and unpleasable right now I think it's just because people are like finally choosing like when they want to leave the house and like they feel like they don't really have that choice so they want to like be in control now of what's happening like when they leave the house um and so I actually work at a hotel right now so that's even more interesting because people have like never stayed anywhere where there's like COVID guidelines now and where things certain things aren't available to them like that they normally would be in just like even checking in is weird like only one person can be in the lobby at a time and like I don't know so I was bartending before this too and so that was like a whole other thing (laughs) um but yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different experience, I'm sure. Um, not there yet. I have a few more years, but um, maybe I'll join you one of these days. No, but um, let, no. let's talk about your podcast. Let's talk about your podcast. Um, how did you kind of? How did you kind of start it? What was what was your motive behind it? I'm always interested to hear because I know I started mine because I was flat out bored. I had nothing to do. I really yeah. wanted to like 
get the social aspect back that I was missing with COVID. So why did you kind of, you know, decide to start your own podcast? Um, so I definitely want, I actually, okay, this is kind of a fun story. So I was trying to think about how I started it the other day. Cause I know that I, I knew that I started it in February of last year. And then I was scrolling through my timeline and I, cause I was actually reposting old pictures from fan fest from before the baseball season last year. And it was literally the day after fan fest. I was like, I'm doing this. I was like, I don't know like if it's going to go well, like, I don't, I know it's going to be about baseball and I like thought of, my little clever little name for it and then then it turns out it wasn't that clever because there's a couple other baseball podcasts called playing the field so I just added <laughs> my name at the end of it um but so that was I went to fan fest and I was just like I like I told you earlier I used to uh study journalism in college as like a minor and I was previously I had just started tweeting for BA Giants Nation around then and I like have like a happy medium between like, I feel like tweeting isn't enough, but then like being a journalist is like out of my league because that's not what I'm doing. So I was like, okay, what is like a like happy medium and like a good platform in between the two where like, it's a little more serious, but it's like, I'm not going to be considered a total joke. <laughs> like mm -hmm. So podcasts are a little more personal. And I think it's it's a little more like free form and you can kind of so like it it hasn't mine hasn't always been about baseball and I like it started that way but um I kind of just made it about whatever because I was getting good feedback either way and so like once it was just trying different things with it and just like checking my interactions and like how it was going I was like okay well I'm just gonna keep doing it how I'm doing it because it's doing okay right now so yeah, I get excited when anybody okay. listens to it. I literally get excited when anybody listens to it. So, like, I don't know, you know, if my opinions about it are exactly valid, but. Yeah, no, it's very good. It's very good. And um, I know it, it's very hard to, like, make a podcast successful because there's just so many. Like, everybody feels like they have to have a podcast and it's so hard to, like, differentiate. And it's, like, not fair because, like, networks have podcasts and, like, they have funding mm -hmm. and they have connections and but you know, the, we're here in the, uh, the lower level of the podcast world and we're <laughs> thriving. Um, shout out to your podcast. Shout out to, I know, say, Hey, Doug and say, Hey, Rob, uh, uh -huh. have, have a great one going on there. Shout out to them and, uh, appreciate your input coming soon with Taylor worth and a few other guys. We're excited about that one, of course. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll plug excited. those more when the time comes. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> yeah. how they compete with us yeah. for sure. Um, Next thing I wanted to ask you is how did you kind of become a baseball fan? I know uh, everybody has their, again, this is the thing where everybody has their own story. It's a lot of fun to kind of reminisce about how you got involved. So what was kind of your story about becoming a baseball fan? Um, so I was definitely born into it for sure. My, um, especially my, it's more my mom's side of the family, my mom's side of the family, like diehard Giants fans, except for my oldest brother. He's an ace fan. So I don't know what's going on with that in Raiders. So anyway, but everyone on my mom's side of the family is like really dedicated 49ers and Giants fans. So I was like brought in, like definitely born into it. Like the first games that I went to were when AT&T Park was called Pac Bell Park and like other names for it and stuff when I was really little. And um, I think it was just like a way to connect with my family, like definitely since I was little and I reconnected with it, like 
a few years ago. And once I started, I think reconnecting with even like with my family a little more, like after I graduated college. Um, and I started going to games a lot more again because I was like out of my little bubble of being in college and focusing on that. So I was like started getting really into going to games again and like having that independence of like wanting to go on my own. And then I like was showing it to other people for the first time. And so then once I started like seeing how other people were like, especially for example, like one of my best friends, uh, Vanessa, I like started taking her to baseball games last year and she's like, loves it now. And she's a big Giants fan and she's from San Diego. So she has every reason not to be right now, mm -hmm. um, but she is, so it's great. And I love that. So being able to show it to somebody else too, like has definitely helped keep me like in the loop, I would say. Yeah, that's really awesome. See, you are giving baseball extra fans. That's pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> love to see it. Um, speaking of baseball, it is coming back. The return mm -hmm. of baseball, um, by the time this is out, spring training games are kind of already being played. And that's that's pretty awesome. It's, it's so happy that we're trying to get a full season in a baseball after the 60-game sprint uh last year so what are you what are you excited about most what are some of the things that you're most excited about as we uh kind of kick off the baseball season um oh my gosh i'm definitely ex i'm excited to see like i mean i definitely talked about this in my podcast but like i'm just i didn't really understand like the importance of prospects i think until like the last couple of years and we've been getting such great ones so i've just been like and I'm from Davis, which is right next to Sacramento. So I, and like, I wasn't even really into going to Rivercats games really until the last couple of years. And they're so fun. Like AAA games are so much fun to go to. And it's really fun being, and like they were the champions last year. So that was like even cooler. And so, um, yeah, being like getting into like being more involved in like player history and also like, um, people that are coming up who like we don't know is super cool because I was such a Barry Bonds fan when I was little and now I'm just like oh like I love like, Jalen Davis like he's like one of my favorite players and like um, or just really like younger guys who get like their first big looks in the big leagues like Mauricio Dubon like I had a really fun time watching him last year um, so I think I'm definitely excited about mostly prospects for sure I love I love yeah up-and-comers and people we don't know that's always fun to learn about yeah and everybody kind of has their own story in terms of prospects some are you know of course the really well-known ones and then there's some like weird cool facts about like the non-prospects that i feel we throw yeah. behind and it's just such a good like rooting story kind of thing so the giants let's talk about the giants here <laughs> we're getting ready for another year they were one game away from making the expanded uh, postseason last year, of course. I know. And now here we are again, Gabe Kapler's kind of first full year. I would consider this as, you know, maybe for, I don't know. First, first year, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would consider it, but he's still new, I think. I mean, he fans have not seen him yet in the ballpark, so I would consider that new, pandemic or not. Mm -hmm. um, so what are kind of your expectations this year in terms of the Giants? What are you excited about to see the most? I know, um, I guess I could start off, Buster Posey's coming back. He is yeah, back. Yeah, we love that. Um, 
who knows what his future is, but we get to see another year of him. And I think that's pretty awesome um, to see what he has left in the tank. So that's probably what I'm looking forward to the most. What about you? Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. What am I most excited about? I think I'm most excited to, I know this sounds really weird, but I think I'm most excited to see kind of where like, some of the older guys that have like kind of like been on the hush about like this possibly being their last season I love I love stuff like that like I love kind of not being in the know um but I'm just excited to see like what kind of effort they put out this season um Brandon Belt was kind of an interesting one to watch so because I think I don't know I wasn't um super into him last season but um so I'm just excited to see like the Brandons like you said Buster Posey and some of those guys from like the glory days kind of seeing what they put out if this is going to be their last season that'll be fun to watch yeah all those guys are gone all those guys from the glory days are are they're not I know dude saying bye to Hunter Pence and Pablo Sandoval last season was hard but I was like we gotta do it it's time to yeah it's time because i like and i talked about this in my podcast too i was like i'm all for the rebuild so like a lot of people are kind of like or not a lot but like i would say like older fans i think if i'm gonna be really specific are like this isn't the giants that i know and love blah 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 the boomers yeah those guys (laughs) um or yes those people um but yes exactly yeah the boomers yeah they're nobody's going to be happy. I mean, nobody's going to be happy. The Giants, I mean... They never are. They never are. They, Twitter's <laughs> never happy. Social media is never happy. I mean, the Giants spent $61 million this offseason. It doesn't feel like it because they're... That's what I was talking about, too. <laughs> I was like, and then someone replied to them. They're like, uh, said to the Giants, like, when did the Giants become such cheapskates? And I was like, what? Like, it might not sound like it because they got a ton of, like... They, they used that $61 million on like a lot of different players instead yes. of like instead a couple. Of Trevor Bauer and like two other guys. So it doesn't, it doesn't feel like they spent that much for sure. Um, what do you think about COVID with, with the, with, you know, playing baseball and COVID? I mean, these guys have to go through um, a lot of, you know, big stretch of different protocols, you know, yeah, they can't leave. They can't do some other things. I think golfing is like the only thing allowed like randomly golfing. So somebody, well, it's, in- and it's interesting because so many of them are like really into it. So I mm-hmm. mean, I'm not a huge golf fan, but it's interesting to hear. Cause I listen to a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, baseball, other baseball podcasts and a lot of guys, especially like professional journalists will be like, so you've been working on your golf game lately. And I'm like, is this just like what they do in Arizona? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's somebody in the league office that made like the protocols must like, like golfing. Cause that's literally, I, I was listening to uh, today on MLB network. They had a guest on, I forget who it was. And they said, yeah, the only thing we're allowed to do is golf. <laughs> so, um, they're very, I mean, I guess it's, it's not like baseball, but I mean, it's a relaxed type thing. Um, so w- would you go into ballpark like right now, like if you were able to, would you be like the first one to buy a ticket or would you still kind of be hesitant because of the pandemic? <laughs> well, it's interesting because like they have like vouchers available, Yeah. but I'm kind of more like, I want to know like if I'm going or not and you know I don't know they I don't know where that money's going like if it's not actually going to be for a ticket and it's not like I don't want to support my team I'm like whatever you know just take $75 for these three vouchers and that's fine 
Um, so it's interesting because I haven't bought a ticket. So I would sound like a hypocrite if I was like, yes, I would totally be the first one to buy a ticket. Um, but I would definitely go. Um, yeah, I don't have like any issue with that really whatsoever, but I have different feelings about COVID, I guess. So, um, and I, well, I also think a lot of people have made exceptions for things that they like doing. Like I said, it's even interesting. Like I work at a hotel and sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if I would be doing like that much during COVID, but I was totally going to a baseball game. So. <laughs> Why are you staying here? Go home. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know about this. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but I would, to- I, yeah, I would be there in a heartbeat. Yeah, I, 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 I want to get your take on this because um, I was I was saying it earlier. I on my bucket list, I want to be in McCovey Cove, like just for a game, just to experience it. Is that something that you've ever done, or like, is that something that you would want to do? I don't know if I've ever done that. I not as like an adult, like that I would remember. I that kind of seems like something that like my family would do, to be honest. So like, it wouldn't really surprise me if I had done that when I was younger and not remembered it. But I mean, like, I think the experience always looks really fun. I mean, seeing like Hunter Pence go out there with his wife and they were all like hanging out and like with, you know, Dave, like, okay, one of like my favorite people on Twitter and just in general. Um, So I think it's just like a whole different experience. But I think that like, I think that's, I don't know. A lot of people seem like those are just like different kind of fans, I think who are just like don't need to be inside the park but i would much rather be in like inside the park i think yeah i probably would would too i would go to mccovey cove for sure yeah and and dave uh dave's a stud dave i interviewed (laughs) mccovey cove dave for a blog post um and he's actually so at the beginning of the podcast i wrote down like a ton of people that i wanted on it's like three pages long (laughs) and dave is under like so there's media like players minor league players and then there's other and Dave is like the first name on other. He's great. He's great. Yeah. He's and after the interview I did with him on my blog, he said, Hey, anytime you want to come out. So maybe I'll try and hit him up. If not, I know there's a kayak rent place down from, yeah. uh, uh, down from the Bay there. So we'll have to check it out for sure. Um, yeah, could be a, could be a cool thing. So with baseball coming back, we saw last year, some new rules in place and in preparation for this podcast, you assured me that you have some boiling <laughs> hot takes. So, um, I don't know about boiling, but yeah, let's start about the let's start with the universal DH because I, for one, I like it. Where do you stand with the universal DH? Like you like no universal DH, or you like having one? I like having one. Okay, yeah, I like having one. Okay, um, good. <laughs> we're like, okay, good. We still like each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um I think. I think it's a great way to show to showcase a, like a couple different players' talents because um, I think a lot of them don't always get to showcase that. Like I think, okay, big one Donovan Solano doesn't always get to sh- like sh- like showcase his talent at second base, but he can really put it out there at bat when he's the universal DH. And like I think we all know that, but I think some people have a hard time admitting that. I'm a really big fan of him, so um that definitely bumps me out but he's like he said he I mean even after that whole arbitration case thing he like he's still saying he's really excited to be back and he knows that that's not really going to be a thing so um I'm 
sad about that, but because um, I like having one too. So I think that's my opinion on that. Yeah, I, I wish it's a part of the future. I think people need to come to the conclusions that pitchers just can't hit. I mean, there, there's a select few that can. Like, we saw Madison Bumgarner for years just rake. Raking. <laughs> raking, just dominating pitching. I guess, you know, Bartolo Colon hitting a home run was really fun. Um, but, you know, it's just they're not. And I think baseball needs as much action as possible. And a pitcher striking out is not. This is good. not what we want. To, we don't love to see that at all. <laughs> Like, no, I, and I don't want to see people bunting. <laughs> I just don't. I don't care. Yeah, I could go either way on that one. Um, it's cool when it works. Yeah, it, it's it's cool for for I guess pitchers would be the only ones that I'd bunt. But you're basically get, you don't have many outs in the first place. Like there's only 27 outs. You know, giving up one you really have to be sure that you're going to score a run. <laughs> so yeah. it's very risky to lay down those sack bunts. And another rule that we had was, uh, of course, the extra innings with a runner on second base. And this is something weird, weird kind of story flashback here. But I played tournament baseball last year, last summer, mm-hmm. not 2020 summer, but 2019 summer. It, it almost feels like we lost a year. <laughs> like last yeah, year know, feels like 2019 still. I totally uh, agree. Yeah, so, uh, and when we would get to, because we only play seven at 18U, and, or was it 21U? I don't know what it was, but uh, we would be tied up and we would have to go into extra innings with a guy starting at second base. And we would score, they would score. We would score, they would score. And it was like a matter of who played like the best fundamental baseball. And I thought it was really fun. So at the beginning, I supported it. And then when I saw it play in like Major League Baseball, I was like, God, yeah, no. Like, Wait, I hate this. This sucks. Like, it's literally like, it's literally travel baseball rules being brought to Major League Baseball. Like, it shouldn't happen. And if it does happen, I mean, at least like, like nobody wants to see 18 inning games. Maybe people do. Like, I don't oh, want to. Uh, we watched a lot of them last year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you like the 18 inning games? Like, would you stay up all night to watch one? I did. You did, okay. Yeah. I mean, but, like, I have the time. So, I Mm -hmm. mean, but it's, like, you don't want to stay awake on, like, a Tuesday night or, you know, like, whatever, a a couple nights a week in this – in our case, like, our team. Yeah. um, And watch that all the time. I mean, sometimes – it was, like, fun the first couple times because, like, the adrenaline's going. And, like, especially if you're at home watching it, too, you're, like, feeding off whatever energy you have, like, can get because you're not there. So you're like feeding off the fact that I like think it's really exciting sometimes when you go into extra innings, but then when you're getting into like like deep double digits, anything past fifteen, I'm just like, okay, I don't like and we went past fifteen like multiple yeah. times. So it's like this is getting rough. It's like <laughs> midnight and I don't know if I care about this anymore. Yeah. It's like three AM. Oh god, I gotta deal with the people at the hotel tomorrow. <laughs> no, so. I like it's just literally I yeah, it's So do you I'm, like that rule? Uh, runner starting on second yeah it's hard like I said it's hard to say in our case because in our case it just never goes well um and or sometimes like we were going just like back and forth for a really long time because I think we do get really competitive when it does get cut down to the wire um I think our team's main concern for the most part is about trying to play really good baseball 
and then but like and not necessarily always be competitive it's more like competitive with themselves and then i think it starts getting they start getting really competitive when it gets to close to extra innings and when it's like you know a one run game or whatever so i i'll i hate it (laughs) (laughs) that was like a long explanation i hate it i just hate it that's yeah, perfect. I know that was really long. I just I talk way too much. Um, well, it's a podcast, so I guess we could do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, just believe me, you spend so many time, so much hours talking on your podcast. I've spent so much time talking on mine. People are probably sick of us, and we don't even know it. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, hopefully, I know. I like I said, I it was like the one year anniversary of my podcast, like a week ago or whatever, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna put out two episodes in two days. But I just, I think that's just how much I'm like, I actually enjoy it, and I just really don't care. I don't think it's that mm-hmm. serious. Um, for some people, it is really serious, and I appreciate that. And like, you know, maybe if I was, if like if it was like my job it would be totally different but I just enjoy it right now and like I've definitely heard you talk about that before like you know I just actually really enjoy this and I have fun doing it and I totally agree so yeah yeah that's what I said at the beginning when I started this I told myself because I've tried starting a podcast before and like I always looked at like listens like number of listens and I told myself I was like I'm not gonna look at the analytics because you know (laughs) the people that look at them and say, Oh, I'm not getting viewership. Oh, I quit. Like if you have fun with it, there's no reason to quit. So that's kind yeah. of my, my uh, take on that. Um, what other rules did, 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 did you kind of have hot takes about what other rules were kind of stood out to you in terms of the future of baseball? Um, requiring neutral sites for postseason games. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that. If necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think I I have mixed feelings about it because I feel like that takes a lot of like, like I like watching our teams play. Like I'm a kind of a big off season fan of the Cardinals for some reason. I don't know why. Um, So I like watching them play, but um, so like not, I think not playing or the possibility of not playing teams or like, yeah, being like in a league with only like a couple instead of playing teams that are like, farther away and that or that are like way different way like comparably different like com- competition wise um that kind of bumps me out because I like when we go up against guys like that um so I think um I don't know if that rule exactly means that um but I think the possibility of also being able to see less games like in person that kind of sucks yeah that, that would be how do you, interesting how do you feel and- about that yeah, if they because I know we saw it for the World Series with is this mic? I think this mic. <laughs> I'm, I'm, question, <laughs> I'm questioning so my mic here. Yeah, I'm wondering it. It might be the headphones, but uh, yeah, I think it's. I don't know what it is. Um, neutral sites. Um, <laughs> we saw it for the World Series and uh, with with Arlington, you know, Texas kind of being the host city for the World Series. I think it takes away a ton for like. Like I can't like for example if the Giants are in the World Series again I can't imagine a game not being even held in San Francisco like that's not fair to the fans that have been there the entire yeah. season and now all of a sudden they don't get to watch the World Series because the league doesn't want to have them travel so I don't know I could probably do without that I agree with you 
Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it was like not a super big one, but it was definitely one that I had written down that I was like, I don't really know how I feel about that. I hated the state. I hate the Astro Stadium. I hate indoor mm-hmm. stadiums. So like, if that ever happened, I I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of that. I've never been the one. I've never been to. So I have only been to California ballparks. So I've been to. I've been to Oracle. I guess this could be our next question. I've been to Oracle, <laughs> Oakland, Anaheim. Petco have not been to Dodger Stadium, even though I've driven by it dozens of times. Um, but I've never been to an indoor state. Like I wonder what the like feeling is. I know there's air conditioning. That like that's weird that like you're playing baseball and you hear the air conditioning on and there's kind of like a draft. So where do I want to segue this? Yeah, I feel like I tweeted like some hot takes about the Astro Stadium last year in the World Series because watching it, I was like, oh, it's just like so obnoxious and like it feels like so not natural to me. They had like flashing like strobe lights, which I hate, and like the loud like alarm sound whenever someone hits a home run. It's like so obnoxious. And I'm like, the train. (laughs) This seems like the worst like concert ever. Like, I'm just like, I don't know what this is, but I hate it. I don't know why, (laughs) but. Yeah, yeah I, I could do without that. What ballparks have you been to? Okay, so I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I've only like been to games inside Oracle Park. I've been outside of Yankee Stadium, and me and my oldest brother took a picture of us flipping it off it's in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I was in high school, and we thought it was really funny. Um, because, like, I, the Yankees are, like, universally hated among all baseball fans for some Yeah, reason. exactly. I know. It was, like, it was a weird, like, rivalry moment. But it was, like, like it was more for my brother just he's an A's fan. And he used to go to a lot of A's games there against the Yankees. And I was, like, I was, like, this is fun. I like this. <laughs> like, this little <laughs> rivalry thing. I like stirring the pot sometimes. I don't know. Like, I did earlier. So, it's fun. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah, you know, let's talk about the names on the back of the jerseys because this is something we added in very last minute. We were like, we have to talk about this. Yeah. And we do. And it's, it's something – okay, here we go. Now I hear myself on this. Um, it's something, like, so interesting that – like, on the on – the, like the, the, what am I trying to say here? For a casual baseball fan, like, it, it might not seem like a big deal, but, like – at Oracle Park, we're so used to seeing no names on the back of the jerseys because we just know who people are. You know, you know it's yeah. it's for the home team fans to understand and be familiar with the players. So what's kind of your thoughts? Do you like the move to kind of have the jersey names on the back? Yeah, so I actually was reading this article um, by Kerry Crowley, who's like one of my favorites. Love him, yeah. yes. Yeah we, yeah, we love him. Um, and he did – he had an article about that and um and he was talking about how it's kind of introducing like a new era of fans which i thought was really interesting because he was um i forget who he was talking i think it was like the director of operations or of or something like that of baseball and it was on the radio and i actually listened to the interview and they were talking about how like someone like last year um like this guy was walking past like these fans like they get fan fest and the one of the fans was like oh it's number eight and he was like oh yeah like I love number eight he's my favorite and then but like he didn't like know the person's name and so and it was just like a little kid um so we don't expect them to know but like I think that that's really cool because I think it does like I mean especially like we've seen a lot of 
younger people, especially like on Twitter who are like have stand accounts for these people. But like, I think there's also a huge part of the fan base who like has no idea who these people are. Um, and like I said earlier too, I think um, it's really cool to see a lot of these prospects come up and like younger guys who we don't know. So I think it's a really cool way to like get to know people who you wouldn't normally maybe follow because you don't associate it with a number that you're already thinking of you're you just like you see them and you see like their name on the back of their jersey and you're like oh I have to know more so that's kind of how I think about that so I like it um I think it's a it's important because I think associating like you know it makes players more human like those are people too it's not number eight or number 13 yeah it's not just a number Mm -hmm. yeah they're they're people too um but i think it's a cool way to interact with our fans and kind of help everybody kind of be like on a more level playing field (laughs) yeah and you mentioned fan fest earlier and i haven't gone to like the past four of them because i've always had baseball on saturdays Mm -hmm. so fan fest is interesting because there's like number 65 or something walking around like from state from tent to tent and these fans are like, who's number, who's number 65? It's like some generic white guy. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's now we're going to get to know who that is because there's a number on the back. So yeah. I honestly, and honestly, the people that are getting mad about that, like chill down a little bit. It's just, yes. it literally has no effect on your life whatsoever. No. Like, or playing like whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this doesn't even affect the things that we actually are like care about mm-hmm. that are important. Like how our players are playing. Like what? And, and like the numbers have been had the numbers have had the the uh, player's name on the jersey in the dugout stores for years so yeah. like it's it's i mean it's not even going to look drastically different on the jersey so i mean people got yeah, if anything it looks more appropriate yeah think. for sure because the away i know the away away jerseys have it and um you know we're just going to get to see the name yastrzemski a lot more you'll and, learn how to spell it gosh darn it exactly we'll learn how to spell it and honestly like long last names look not like significantly long last names where like it's (laughs) going off to the but like long last names in terms of yastrzemski is like perfect like yastrzemski looks very good on the back of a jersey it does um so we like the names on the back of the jersey Mm -hmm. um let's talk about baseball i guess we could end it on like baseball marketing because Baseball, like, it's it looks so dull. Like, I know I know a friend that doesn't watch baseball because it's boring and that it's too long. That's the excuse yeah. that you and I hear all the time from non-baseball fans. Yeah. How do you think baseball can compete with football, the NBA? We're definitely better than hockey. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> I am so interesting that so many baseball fans are hockey fans. I'm like, I can't relate. Like but what? How does anybody okay. even follow that sport? It's <laughs> such a and making a lot of people mad here. Um, well, I mean, okay, like I live up in Tahoe, and they didn't even have the closest team to me playing up there. That makes no sense. Like I'm not a hockey fan, and that just make and people are upset about that, and I would be too. Like, what's the point? Who like I don't know, whatever. Yeah, have a baseball game in Tahoe. I mean, let's 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 get baseball in the snow. Hockey's just like a different level of like who cares. Like I mean, yeah. I MLB Network is on like the same channel uh or is like a channel away from uh 
no NHL network is on like a channel away from MLB network. Mm-hmm. So for some reason I always like turn on the TV and it's NHL network. Like I must've hit the button <laughs> down or something. So like, I see a little Sick. bit of what they're talking about and it's like, God, I don't know how people could follow this sport, but yeah, me ripping hockey hockey is definitely something that, uh, should should uh i'm gonna get canceled for that but hopefully nobody well hopefully people listen until this point but you know (laughs) (laughs) um i almost said hopefully people don't listen until this point um but my original question was how do you think baseball can you know maybe get more popular among um some sports fans um i think having more like interactive events like fan fest more than just once a year i think kind of focusing on like events is really cool that are like fans are able to be more accessible to not just like going to games um because people a lot of games are during the week and people can't always do that so people miss a lot of actually like being a fan and like working a nine-to-five job um so i i don't know i think that would be cool to see i also like i like I like throwing events. So like, I like that would be cool if like I ever even got involved that one day. I don't know how it would do it, but so I think that's, would be cool. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I think that um, it needs to be more fun, like baseball. Cause we watch basketball and there's some other things uh, that, that play into it that I'll get to in a second, but baseball, like, it's such a serious game, you know, like you turn on basketball and guys are trash talking and they're having fun. Yeah. You turn on football and um, football serious, but I mean, there's also a fun element to it. You watch baseball and like, if you bat flip, you get just, you get hit the next time up. So, I mean, it's, there's a very <laughs> old school tradition to I it. I love bat flipping. <laughs> I do too. I think it's cool. And I think like, it's fair. I mean, if, if a pitcher strikes a hitter out, like, then they should be able to fist pump while walking off the mound. Like that's the trade-off bat flips for fist pump. You got me, I got you. So that's, that's, that's what I think. And I also think that like baseball needs to appeal more to the inner cities. Like there's so, there's not a ton of African Americans in baseball. Um, It's great that we're very big international, like in, in, Mm -hmm. um, like in Japan. Yeah, in Japan and the islands, the Dominican, we now have like a face of baseball in Fernando Tatis that represents kind of the Latino um, baseball um, men there. So he could kind of go both ways. That's pretty awesome. But it's just too expensive, too. It's way too expensive to play. I mean, gloves are like, if if you want to like a really, really nice glove as like a, you know, preteen or whatever you're going to spend like 300 bucks and you're going to spend like 400 bucks on a bat. It's ridiculous. And here's one thing that makes me really mad. MLB TV's blackout rule. Give me a yeah, break. I hate the blackout hate rule. That. I hate that. I hate that. I also think going to a park is like, is way too inaccessible for people. Like, I think it's just really, like expensive like even like t- like i know tickets used to be a, like way cheaper when i was younger and like even just like no- like nosebleed tickets and stuff like are not like I- like and i know that's not just our park so i think yeah like you said um just and like food. food needs to be no well, yeah and that's what i mean like going yeah exactly oh my god i, I don't want to pay 850 for a pretzel mm-hmm. no matter how bad i want one um 
but yeah, so I, I definitely kind of agree with that. It just needs to be more accessible to more people. And I think people would be more interested in it if it just like, if it wasn't, it's just associated, I think, with being like an old super conservative sport that has lots of rules that are old and that will never change. So, I mean, like, albeit the, a lot of these rule changes are kind of trash, like, I, it's definitely shaking things up and kind of getting more people involved and having opinions and, um, you know, people who are fans of different teams have different opinions. People who are the fans of the same team have different opinions as you and I both know. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I, the MLB.TV thing, I don't have it because, you know, of Neither course do I. I have cable, but I do know that, that like there's people that buy MLB.TV just to watch their team. and sometimes they can't watch it because they're blacked out. Like it's ridiculous. And I think the majority of people that buy that package, like for their team, they, they use it for their team. Yeah. So, yeah. And, it's definitely dedicated. Yeah. And thank God, you know, ballparks let most ballparks let you bring in food. Like, thank God. Cause I mean, you'd be spending like with the ticket, you'd be spending like seven oh, bucks like, on the whole event, even more. Yeah. More for sure. It's it's unbelievable. So that needs to be fixed for sure. I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, really into how, like, the Giants have been live streaming practice on YouTube. Like, I don't – like, we could do that, mm -hmm. and you could still make money off of it. Like, people are still – like, that's how most people are making money is off of streaming services. So, like, I, it was really cool to be able to, like, turn on my smart TV the other day or turn – I have a smart TV. I have Roku and like go to YouTube and just watch practice. And like, I thought that was really fun. And I like definitely think we should do more of that. Like that's, that's definitely going to be a huge way to like get new fans in and like, especially younger fans and just more fans in general. And I think it's, you're still going to be making money off it. It's not like it's YouTube is free, but yeah, I a hundred percent agree. And I have two other things that I think you'll agree with me on here. Well, I, so I have one of <laughs> I have one of them, um, but I was going to save that one for last because it's such a good idea that I just came up with right now. Um, first of all, Mike. Okay, yeah, that, that's what it was. It was kind of a combination of the two players that are mic'd up. Like that is cool. That. People like that, right? People like watching the video of them mic'd up of the the moans and groans of a baseball game, you know and it's it's fun to listen to what goes on in the field yes. um and what would be really awesome and this would never happen because of you know mlb would never allow it because that would be exposing too much but what if there's just an audio version of the game like streamed on like hbo or something so you could get the cuss words in of course and you just hear raw like the field raw just nothing else. I, I forgot who it was last season, but I, do you remember that? I don't remember who that was, and it was someone, I think it was from a different team, who said something, like, really out of pocket when he was mic'd up, and it was, like, really, like, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't... Oh, it could be a problem for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, super problematic, but I love that. So it's, like, whatever. I think that's super real. I mean, like, NBA players and football players say way worse things when they're being interviewed. So whatever yeah that maybe yeah maybe maybe it would be too, it, no it would be too problematic so maybe that was and another thing i I'm really like it, though. yeah i would be all for, i would watch it i mean 
it would be problematic, but I would watch it because we like That's chaos. What I'm I love and that. we like watching people, you know, not embarrass themselves, but be kind of rebellious. Or just be a human. Like, you don't have, I don't think baseball is like, has a lot of emphasis on like people needing to be perfect all the time and getting overanalyzed when they're not. So I think if we just like made baseball more human and not so like rigid and like uptight, that it would be way more fun and people would be way more into it. So yeah. I think, yeah, the the activity of making baseball players more human is something that needs to happen besides just putting the names on the back of jerseys. <laughs> yeah, and the players would be like, it would be problematic in a sense that like players that like you would think are like the most purest player, like Mauricio Dubon, like, in in our view, and in baseball fans' view, the guy could literally not make a mistake. He's an angel. He, you know, the only thing missing is a halo over his head, right? And like we hear this guy talking trash. Like if he had been <laughs> talking trash, like he would get canceled. And I don't think any of us want that. Um, but you mentioned player interaction, and I think that is the most important thing in sports. And I know a lot of players have like cameo accounts and stuff, but when you're charging $500 for like a one minute video message, I think you could probably just delete the account because nobody's paying for that. So, oh my gosh. I mean, people are really going to start charging $5 for tweets. Like I'm not here for it. Yeah. That, that, that's a one way ticket to get unfollowed by me. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so baseball, step it up, remove the blackouts, Mm-hmm. Get some more guys mic'd up. Maybe mm-hmm. don't take my advice because you're going to get in trouble. But um, <laughs> uh, we like the players in their jerseys. We're excited for yep. baseball. Yep. Darcy, I appreciate you joining me. This was a lot of fun. Um, I appreciate you. A very fun episode. Thanks for joining me. Of course. Thank you. You guys could, of course, follow Darcy on Twitter at Darcy Soga, D A R C Y S O G A. Soga! So <laughs> find her playing the field with Darcy. Uh, of course, uh, her podcast is on Anchor. It's also pinned to her Twitter. Um, so, yeah, check her um, on uh, as I'm trying to fill up some words here to end the show. Uh, and you guys can follow the podcast, of course, on Twitter. Yes. At RizzoCast. At RizzoCast. Uh, That's the main plug. Yes, main plug. Uh, subscribe, like, listen, wherever you're listening or watching. Uh, for sure, social media. I'm introducing a new thing on social media. Uh, I'll probably, because I just uploaded the first one, where I go on Baseball Reference and I try and guess who is on. There's usually, every day there's a there's a thing of 12 people of mm-hmm. former players and I have to guess each one of them. So that's, that could be a cool little daily thing that I do. Oh, I like so, that. A lot of fun. Again, yeah. shout out to Darcy for joining me. Um, this was a fun show and uh, enjoy the rest of your day guys. Stay safe and uh, see you next time. Okay. Bye. Thank you.